good afternoon, Jeremy. Good afternoon, Neil. So <laughs> formal. I know. Very formal today. Um, how's it going? Pretty good. Let's run it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that that's gonna be a, a <laughs> smashing success. Yeah. I'm not saying I'll kill a snitch, but right. you know. <laughs> they can make you wear pants. Welcome to Talk About Town, the local Louisville podcast about culture, art, food, and sports. And now, here's your host with the most, Neil. And Jeremy. All right, I I love the uh, that banger. It uh, it's uh, very well constructed, if I if I may say so myself. Yeah, that whoever produced that man, that guy's got talent. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, good to be back here. Uh, might have to triple up this month. We I ended up out of town at the end of September. Um, so consider this the end of September episode, maybe in early October. Um, it, it was awesome. I, I went to a conference in Minneapolis with, and everyone in my family has been working remotely. So we took them, went up to Chicago. I had a relative that passed away recently and we saw um, some relatives there and it was well-timed for that. And then um, spent like four nights in Minneapolis and then came back down through Iowa and actually stopped at my wife, Samantha's grandmother's grave and um, fixed it up a little, had some uh, food in Iowa that, that's like deep in my in-laws lore and stuff. <laughs> so like things have been, things have been going on. Yeah. You, um, You've, you've been a few places during this COVID time, you know, Gatlinburg and now Minnesota and Chicago, Iowa. Yep. Um, but I know that you're a careful and cautious traveler, um, even even though sometimes um, you're called to go. So, you know, that's right. I um, and it's one of those things where like, I, I think you got to you got to do what you feel is best for you and your family, not to get off on that subject too much, but I just, you know, I know there's people that want to shame people for going places and doing things. And, and I think that um, sometimes there's necessity to it, um, you know, for your own sanity. And I think there's definitely ways that you can travel and travel safely. Um, you know, and again, I, I leave that up to you as an individual, not necessarily you, Neil, but you out there, all uh-huh. of our loyal listeners. Um, Cause it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's a difficult time for everybody. And I mean, who am I to tell you how to live your life as long as, again, you're being cautious and, and not putting other people at unnecessary risk. So, but that's true all the time, right? Like, I think so. I, I do. Uh, I mean, I think it's just a good philosophy to live your life by really is, um, you know, do, you know, that kind of do unto others or really, um, you know, there's, we're familiar with the golden rule, obviously. Uh, I became familiar um, with another saying is called the platinum rule so and and instead of treat others the way you want to be treated uh, it's treat others the way they want to be treated because if you assume that everybody wants to be treated like you then obviously you you could be mistaken so whatever is best for me not may not be best for you 
So I think it's more or less just about being aware um, that, you know, we're all different, but we're all kind of in it together. So um, not, not, and that's, that's again, not specific to COVID or any other time. It's just, that's a, that's a kind of all the time thing. We are, we're all in it together and we all got to kind of do the best we can to get through this life. Um, so let's not, uh, make it more difficult for anybody else, you know? Um, I dig that. There's the preacher going. That's right. <laughs> speaking of speaking of preachers, um, we had, um, an interview with retired now pastor Joe Phelps of Highland Baptist church. Uh, didn't happen too long ago. Our conversation, um, our conversation brought to you by Insuramax, of course. Hello, I'm Chad Hennessy with Insuramax. If you're exploring options for your insurance coverage, let me and my staff help with taking the burden off your shoulders. We at Insuramax are a locally owned independent insurance agency providing options and flexibility. This allows us to design coverage for your auto, home, business, and life insurance specifically for your needs. Please contact me, Chad Hennessy, at 502-479-4085 or email me at chadh at insuramax.com. Insuramax looks forward to removing the stress of insurance shopping for you. That's Chad Hennessy. Gotta love him. Oh my goodness. He is a good dude. Yeah. Well, um, and yeah, so let's let's go ahead and get to that interview with Joe. He, he's a... Uh, He's a great guy, um, a family friend. Uh, Neil is a former parishioner at Highland Baptist Church as well. And um, so just, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think we'll all get a lot from this conversation. And he's just, uh, just a good guy with a lot, a lot of good things to say. And so we're here with Joe Phelps, um, former pastor, retired pastor at Highland Baptist Church beloved community member here in Louisville. Um, and I have a deep affection for Joe. He has known me since I was about 17 years old. His um, son, Bobby, was my best friend who sadly left us at 25. Um, but he's obviously still in our hearts. We think about him every single day. Um, and yep. And so I feel very fortunate to have maintained my relationship with Joe and Terry, his wife, um, and their family. And so anyway, without further ado, Joe, um, how you been? Well, I'm good. And I, I want to say I've also got a connection to Neil Cox and Samantha and their kids. Uh, through yeah. And so we, that's just so cool to, to see you two together. And uh, yeah, yeah we're, so. we're a stone's throw away from each other uh, now where we live too. Oh my gosh. And, we'll, almost we'll, literally. We yeah, we're, could pick that up offline. That will be fun. Yeah. Well, you know, um, you know, Louisville, one degree of separation. Yes, absolutely. I love <laughs> if, that. If that. So, um, yeah, tell us about what you've been up to recently. Um, so retired, I guess it's been two years now? Two years, uh, two and a half years, really. Yeah. And uh, since I announced, three years since I announced my retirement, um, I, I'm good. It Retirement is a, uh, a hard jolt um, <laughs> going from 90 miles an hour to zero or even 20 miles an hour. It's, it's a quick uh, exit ramp. Um, but I love it. I love, uh, I loved being a pastor. I loved every minute of Highland. Uh, and I'm 
glad now to be in this season. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm still active in the community. I'm still uh, the co-chair of Empower West Louisville with Kevin Cosby, which is a black and white clergy coalition that is trying to call for social justice. We were doing it six years ago. I had my first sort of awakening, if you will, at, at, at an even deeper level. And uh, so I've continued that. But I also do fun things, uh, things I love to do. Like uh, every Thursday, I either prune or plant trees, uh, depending on the season, with Trees Louisville. It's a great organization. We may mainly plant trees uh, on uh, public school uh, properties, usually. That's awesome. Uh, elementary schools. Yeah. Did you have to do with Hawthorne by any chance? No, but I've, oh, okay. of course I see it now. I'm, I'm new. I'm a, I'm a one year in, so uh, all of my trees are baby still uh but i get to get to plant like uh, uh 12 15 trees at atherton uh this year and so i walk there every day and get to go check on my trees every day but we've been in uh uh we were at cane run elementary last week trimming pruning trees that are uh that were planted five years ago so it's amazing to see a field that you could tell was just like an old potato field empty and they put the school in the middle of it but five years ago, someone came along and planted these trees. And now, man, they're, they're trees. They need to be pruned. And uh, uh, 20 years from now, it's going to look amazing. And 50 years from now, it's just going to be a forest. And I love that. So, Well, I usually... I've um, got some jazz for that, you know. Yeah. I, I, usually, I'll, I'll drive by. Um, Joe lives close to us as well. So you drive by your house, and I will see you out in the yard working in yeah. the yard. Yeah. Um, so apparently a passion of yours. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about it. Uh, <laughs> and I don't aspire to. I, I'm not one of these guys that needs to know the uh, Latin words for every tree. I do like <laughs> learning as, as I go, but uh, I just like being a doer. I, I spent my life being a leader and having my voice out there. And, you know, being a pastor is one of the most audacious things a, a person can say that they feel called to do. But and I did it, and I loved it, but I love not being in charge at Trees Louisville. You know, just tell me where to plant the tree, and I'm good, man. I, I love that. So That sounds good. I, I had thought recently about um, the, the, a person's purpose and, and how, how that's so important. I know when um, at the beginning of COVID, my business kind of fell way off. and. Oh, sure. But so what did I do? I said, I'm building a tree house. <laughs> I oh man, my, that's good. My hands needed something. And yeah. I, and yeah. I've, I've been thinking about that a lot that like, you know, without, without purpose, what, what do our hands end up doing? Yes. Yes. I found it's that. It's interesting you say that because uh, my 85 year old mother-in-law just said to us right before we got on this ca uh, podcast, she said, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. She's unclear what her purpose is. Yeah, I think we all do need a, a purpose in life. And yeah, it, it, and, and it, it, it shifts and changes in, as the seasons go by. Right. And it doesn't mean what I did before was bad and what I'm doing now is the right thing. It means, yeah, I'm at a different age and stage and I'm, I'm not Jones into being in charge and, you know, make my make my claim uh, claim to fame I, that stuff doesn't appeal to me uh it did it, obviously I, I i enjoyed it but 
uh, I love what I'm doing now. So you, you seem to have no desire to be idle, which I can appreciate. Um, my mother-in-law is like that. She'll be at our house and uh, I can't get her to stop doing things. And she just, goes. <laughs> yeah. Just chill. Like, like if there's laundry to fold, if there's, you know, dishes in the dishwasher, you don't dishes in the sink or whatever. She just always doing, you know, she's a doer, as you said. But, um, you know, I think, uh, I find, you know, um, the, the busier I can make myself. So like do the activities, do the stuff. Um, and it helps with my mind, you know, because I'm a kind of person that can easily, get stuck in my own head um mm -hmm. to start thinking about so if i just do stuff then good things seem to happen you know like um whether it's like with real estate even if it's something that's unrelated to my profession you know just start doing things then good things seem to happen um you know so or like you're doing something that's for one area and it ends up translating something else but um ultimately ultimately the uh, result was positive so yeah well, and, and to that point, Jeremy and, and Neil, I'd say uh, one thing that I, I'm able to do in retirement that I probably wasn't able to do when I was y'all's age is I do one thing. I don't multitask. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't walk and listen to a podcast. Uh, I, I, I don't even these days, I don't even drive the car and listen to news or even music. Um, I don't, I don't, we don't have music on unless we want to listen to music. Uh, and so we get to hear the birds all the time and we're, we learn the bird sounds. And I know that sounds old manish, but man, I <laughs> it's mystical. And the fact that I don't, I do one thing at a time, things open up that you wouldn't have planned. Um, well, last Thursday we were at Cane Run Elementary. I, I'm just trimming trees and this dude comes out, he's, his house backs up to the school and he kind of didn't understand what we were doing. He thought we were cutting down these little trees. He's like, don't cut the trees. And I'm like, we're trimming them. We're, you know, we're on the same side here. Uh, it turns out we just chat because I'm not busy. I just stop and we talk and he's black and I'm white and we're both 66 years old. We graduated at the same year, 1972. And we, make that connection and I give him my school's chant sin smoke sex brew we're the class of 72 and he loved that <laughs> uh, uh, we we talked about the talked about Breonna Taylor yep man, man yep. I don't know about y'all but I don't just run into black people every day in the, in the highlands so that felt like a gift that, that I wouldn't have had if I wasn't doing one thing and that was trimming trees at Kane Run Elementary. So. Well, I think, um, you know, yeah, and I can certainly appreciate it. what I, what I, what I think is interesting about what you said, um, you know, in addition to the connection that you made, but um, you're talking about just kind of slowing down, you know, not, not like you're, not like you're not working and not doing and but it's, but you can finally kind of relax and appreciate things. And I think when you're, you know, in the midst of it, as we are now, Neil and I with um, three school-aged children apiece, um, you just don't have that time to be, you know, just in the moment sometimes. You and I'm the, the space, the quiet. You're right. And and so I, I yeah. strive for that occasionally. I'm not good at it at all. But <laughs> I noticed um, my wife and I drove today to the post office. She got out to take 
some packages in, my hand went immediately to grab my phone. And I'm very conscious of it where I used to not be. And it was like, what, how can I fill this three minutes with something? Um, and it's not, it's not necessary. And I, I love what you said too, because I'm, I've got this new awakening of it's time for people to dialogue and exchange ideas again. Yes. We've gotten so far from that. Um, everything's emotion, emotion based, yelling at each other with our fingers in our ears. And we find we've got more in common than we thought. Well said. Yeah. Well, it's like the um, that's the Maya Angelou poem. You know, we're more alike than we are unlike. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it, I think it's true. I think that we can all find, you know, no matter how different we seem to be. I mean, there's there's a I can't remember his name, and you may know it, Joe. But there's a there's a black man who has made a career basically out of taking taking people's uh, having people renounce the KKK, they're members of the KKK, and they th- and they be um, he's I think like he said directly there he's had like a dozen or more indirectly like several dozen that have former KKK members that stopped becoming KKK members after knowing this man, wow. and just one man making an impact um, with a conversation, you know, just because he was able to find that human connection, they, you know for for like the first one that it was i mean like the guy was still an active member of the kkk he would actually show up to these meetings and then eventually you know they're going to each other's houses and the guy just renounced it completely and that was the first one and then it it just snowballed from there but um it just kind of shows you the impact that you can have by just having a flipping conversation with somebody just being open to something different than yourself um and i think that yeah i mean you know, I know you, like I said, quite well, and I'm, I, I, I just know how well that you connect to people and can bring people together, and that's again why you were called, you know, audaciously as it may be. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, and so I, I have a, a lot of appreciation for that because I'm, a, I'm a big believer in, um, you know, the goodness of people overall. Um, you know that people deserve human respect, and I think if you just give people the opportunity, um, you know, you, I don't know, you may learn something. And you may have an appreciation that you didn't have before. That's right. That's well said. Very good. Yeah, for sure. Well, one of the uh, one of the other things I'm active in is the Earth and Spirit Center. Um, I got uh, involved with them. They invited me to come and and work uh, on their staff as their coordinator of of justice work. And essentially, what I've done in that is uh, teach classes on race and. Uh, Racial understanding, racial wounds is what I'm teaching now. <clears throat> but the reason I brought up Earth and Spirit was not to talk about the classes I'm teaching, but to talk really to just to throw in t- for y'all the idea of meditation, a way to, to quiet the mind and and be more attentive to what's going on in your mind. I I, I didn't make time for that as a younger man, and be, really it was only because of this uh, connection to Earth and Spirit that I've begun to have a practice of meditation that's probably not like everyone else's. I'm a very active person. I I don't sit for 30 minutes at a time and just zone out, but I do take those times to sort of reboot my mind. And I do near daily practices. I do near daily. Um, I I have found um, the waking up app by Sam Harris. 
and I do 20 minutes nearly every morning. That's great, Neil. And That's it, outstanding. I commend you for that. Thank you. It's, um, it's at, on one hand, it is beautiful and, and opens up the bandwidth, and, so to speak. But in another, it's frustrating because you'll listen to him talk about like where you can get with it. It's like, I ain't there. And I've been doing it for well over a year. It was actually um, Malachi, our former host. We did something we um, started in the Miracle Morning, which was um, how Elrod's book and you do, there are like six things you do every morning and silence, which can be spent as you see fit was one of those. Right. And it's the one that's really stuck with me. That's fantastic. Well, and please don't, I want to encourage you not to be discouraged. Just keep doing it. And it's, it, it's one of those things that's really not a contest. It's like yoga. Right. Um, it's not about who can bend the farthest. It's about you finding where you need to be and being attentive right in that place. Right. So props to you, man. Well, thanks. It's, um, it's, it's to where it's, it's almost reflex now, which is, um, I've read a bunch about habits recently to, you know, and, and yeah. getting that, getting that yeah. reflex to happen. Right. right. That's I, good. Good for I think, you. I think that's the most important thing for me is having a, a routine, you know, um, I think it's, I know it's important for, for children. Um, and I'm, I'm very childlike in my mind, so that makes sense. <laughs> no, but I, I, um, I, I just, I find that my day is complete when I um, have done basically all the things that I needed to do, you know, yeah. and, and so both for myself and for my family, you know, so I go to work and, you know, I do my job and then, you know, we make dinner and then we go on our walk as a family and, you know, I worked out at some point during the day. And then at the, at the end of the night, um, I have like this routine of doing stretches and and push-ups and crunch. It's just like, it's my, it's my way of like, you know, and I have, you know, my body's aged beyond its years. So it's important for me to do these things, but sometimes at the end of the day, I'm just so tired. I don't even want to do my stretches, right. but I find that if I do all those things, then I feel my best. And I'm at the most, and, and I'm at the most kind of like peace when I lay in bed, it's like, okay, I've done all the things yeah. I need to do. Yeah. So now I can go to sleep. Um, but um, yeah, like it's, it's when I get out of the habit, that's when, you know, like it, it, it snowballs because any, any one aspect of that that you take away, you know, then your, you know, then, you know, your diet can be affected. Your, you know, your, your sleep sure. is affected. You're, right. you know, cause you're just not, I don't know, like you're not complete, you're not whole. So um, there has to be all that balance anyway. Um, well, um, anything else that you want to touch on Joe while we have you? Um, well, how's Terry? Terry's good. Terry is, uh, more beautiful now than ever. Uh, I would agree. <laughs> she is, uh, also happily retired and very active and busy in her, uh, in her life. She, um, she, uh, is a, a CASA volunteer, a court appointed special advocate for children. She actually has two cases. Um, and so that, that, that needs a lot of time. I don't want to say requires, but she gives it gladly, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's an effort for work and, and sometimes a thankless work. And 
So I admire her very, very much for that. Uh, she gets us involved in things like um, taking um, food from for dare to care to people who uh, have uh, COVID and don't have any access to food. There's a, a network of those folks. And um, so we've done that. And we've also been able to do some food deliveries with um, um, Kentucky Refugee Ministries. And you, know, you, you don't do those things in order to feel good. You do them because love invites you to do them and you have the opportunity and can do them. So you do them. But it does feel... Um, uh, complete that you talked about completion. It does feel like you're completing the circuit of love when, when you're some small part of it. Um, right. So we do those things. Uh, yeah. Well, I, well, I can, um, I can certainly appreciate that. I actually was, and I, you know, I'm a, like you said about, you know, why you do these volunteerism kind of things. Um, you know, you don't do them, for recognition, you know, like I always get annoyed when I see people posting about all the different volunteer work they do, you know, or something like that. I did this, I did that, you know, like, like it's, it's about them and not about the work that they're doing. And, you know, there's been times where I've, I've posted about stuff because I'm trying to create awareness um, for the organization. I don't, you know, like the, I like a pat on the back, but that's, you know, that's not why I've done the things I've done, but I was a court appointed special advocate volunteer um, CASA. And, and it was um, extremely difficult and time consuming. And um, at the time, I just, I think I just had Joe, um, my Joe. And um, so it was really tough because it was one kid and I got, I was on the case until he got to um, a, a, like a permanency situation. Right. So, and, and his situation was not nearly as bad as a lot of them. Um, who's super smart kid, really sweet kid, but it was, you know, like I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, having my own kid and just having a career being full time, like it's, it really is. But there are, I mean, since we got it on here and we, we don't get anything from CASA for it, but um, that's a great organization to be a part of. And they, and there's just not enough social workers. And essentially, you're a volunteer social worker. Um, and so, yeah, I know Terry really well. She is a lovely lady. And I think. Anybody that hasn't uh, met you or Terry, first of all, they'd be, you know, it would be their pleasure to do so. But, um, <laughs> but you guys are a very adorable couple. I, I want to just pick you both up, put you in my pocket. <laughs> Thank you. I <laughs> but, mean, uh, the only thing that could make her better is if she were a great cook. Oh, wait, <laughs> she is an amazing cook. I've had her cooking. I know she can she's, cook. Uh, she's taken it to a new level and uh, from the, the, what food she chooses to, to cook and how she cooks it. Oh, it's just been very fun. Yeah. She's, she's an amazing lady. Well, um, I mean, you guys are, I, I, people that I admire very much and, um, I know. Same. I, yeah. I know. No thinks highly of you all. And just, you know, I feel like we're, we're fortunate not just to know you, but, but we're fortunate as a community to have you. Um, and I, I'm not just, you know, saying this to 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 blow smoke or to or to or to fill your ego which i know is obviously so big anyway we don't need to i'm just kidding you're a very humble man and uh and and just a good good guy and um and good stock so we're you know we're just yeah i mean we're lucky to know you and and um i'm glad that you were willing to come on and talk to us today and we will definitely have you again at some point please do thank you yeah. both. 
Love Thank to both you. you and your spouses and children. Thank, Thank you, you very much. See you right, guys. Take care. Bye. All right, Joe. Well, that was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, again, I just, I really just love that guy. I mean, I genuinely love him. I've known him since I was 17 years old. Um, I mentioned briefly, uh, you know, in the, in the interview, I hesitate to call it interview. It's really a conversation, but, it's a conversation. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mentioned briefly that his, his son, Bobby uh, was my best friend. He died in 2007, tragically in a fire. Um, and, uh, my oldest son, Joe, not named after Joe Phelps, but uh, his middle name is Robert after Bobby. And so he's, okay. you know, it's a very special um, family connection to me. And, and uh, Bobby is, um, you know, I think about him every single day. Uh, so I, I won't go into all the sadness of losing a friend and I've lost others, but um, we all kind of go through these things. And, um, but I, I've admired um, Joe and Terry's strength through it and just their grace. And they're, again, they've, they've continued to, um, you know, just be a part of my life and us theirs. And um, so I feel very fortunate to maintain that connection. Yeah. So um, anyway, well, I know, you know, my family, we have not in the past several years been attending Highland Baptist church, but I, I'm friends with some people who are, are longtime uh, members, and one of them is on the pastor search committee for when he retired, and I believe they have replaced him now permanently, but it took mm. a lot. Like, you don't just put an ad in Craigslist and find the next Joe Phelps. Right. I mean, it, it, there were some, and I mean, for those of us or those of you that don't know, I mean, pretty big shoes to fill for, for a pretty small guy. <laughs> yeah. Joe is not big in stature, but, um, pretty, pretty much big in every other way. He's, he's just, um, you know, I mean, he, he was a very just passionate and, uh, you know, um, compassionate leader. And, um, you know, so he's still involved in the community in, in the community, as he mentioned, and still out there. But yeah, I mean, you can't just, like I said, just can't bring somebody on off the street. I think they had somebody who was a former pastor that, did it interim for a while. Who's great, but they knew that wasn't going to be the uh, full-time gig. I honestly don't know. Maybe we can edit this and find it later who the, uh, who the new um, pastor is, but yeah, they have a full-time replacement. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very great organization. I'm not really involved in any church either. Always my family's Jewish, but um, kind of non-practicing in any formal religion. But, um, but again, I'm a big believer in, um, you know, treating people, the way they want to be treated and um, certainly uh, open to um, all right, we're going to get off that. <laughs> go on, don't want to go down any rabbit holes when it comes to religion and politics, but, but I yeah. do. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know that um, Highland Baptist church is a, is an organization that aligns very much with my thinking in terms of just the way they treat people and the way that they um, just kind of approach things in general. So, um, yeah. just a little plug for Highland Baptist Church. Yeah. Well, I think going forward, um, cause some people may notice the, the changes, the changes of focus here. Um, you know, I do with my business, a lot of, um, seeking out small business and aligning and partnering because I like the community. I like meeting and talking to people 
And I feel like that is kind of where we're headed here. Um, you know, let's talk to people. Let's have good conversation um, because Louisville, I think, is a pretty special place. And I like highlight that for people. Right. Well, and I, yeah, I think um, it's, you know, I, I think it's the right direction to go in. Um, I don't think, you know, most people want to listen to 45 minutes or an hour of just straight real estate. Um, so yeah, we, we've, we've kind of made the conscious decision to have a more community-based focus on our show. We've always had an aspect of that, but Neil and I are multi-generation Louisvillians. We have a lot of pride and passion um, for our city and our community. Um, and again, want to highlight some of the people that we think are pretty cool um, and, uh, and are, again, tied to the community. So, um, you know, we had Whitney, um, Whitney Austin on um, before. We had uh, Joe on just now. And we're, we're going to keep getting guests that I think, um, you know, are just impactful, you know, that that are um, impactful for our community in multiple ways, not just in their profession, but in their personal lives as well. And, um, and I think that's, uh, it's a format that we can, that's sustainable that, you know, we, we really, like I said, we love the city and there's going that we're going through a lot of stuff right now and we're not tone deaf to that. We, um, we try not to um, offend anybody on our show, but we, we certainly are not um, blind to the fact that we're dealing with a lot of things and so we want to bring different perspectives and um, different feelings. And um, who knows, as we go forward and we move through this stuff, then um, hopefully, you know, we still want to keep it positive overall. And that's, that's really, you know, like um, kind of, that's how I think we are personally. We're, we're pretty positive people. And, um, you know, I, I really truly believe that despite all of the negativity now, that w good things will come from it because um, they really have to, that we, we can't go backwards. Absolutely. Um, and like I said, or like you said, we're not tone deaf to that stuff. And I think um, it would be almost um, silly to pretend like Louisville's not going through some stuff and just, you know, we're whistling in the dark every day, like right. everything's fine because everything's not fine and people are hurting, but but it's time to grow and it's time to, to get some positivity from that. Anyone, I, I think, um, you know, if, if more people would kind of take the, a similar approach to, to Joe, you know, use him as an example, but like that, that um, you know, like planting the trees at pruning the trees at Cane Run Elementary, you know, you have a conversation with somebody and you learn something about them, you know, um, and it, it's not even always about being a different, race or culture but um sometimes they're from a different part of town or a different part of the world you know and um i don't know and and it's just and it's really again just making the human case or even along the opposite political line um you know if you can find that human connection with someone um then you can kind of forget about all the other things and it opens you know and if people are open to that conversation then i think feelings can change um you know, I think if, if, if you're stuck in a certain way of thinking um, and you're not open to any other possibility other than the opinion of yourself, then, you know, first of all, I think that's a pretty sad existence. You know, I think, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're missing out on a whole lot. Um, but, uh, but I think it's, it's just, it's, again, it's just unfortunate. I mean, I, cause, cause you will miss out. There's, you know, I mean, 
I don't know. Um, I talk to people all the time, you know, not as much as I used to, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, on a near daily basis that, you know, people that are different than me. And, and I think, um, I mean, I think it's good for you. I think it's, I just think it's good for you. I try to make my kids aware, you know, like aware of their um, kind of just privileged for, you know, to be honest. I mean, they're, they are um, pretty privileged, um, you know, because we are fortunate in a lot of different ways, but, but again, just to be aware of that fact and that other people, not everybody is in the, you know, in the same position and it's not, it's not all about race, but it, you know, like there's, certainly a component to that, but, um, but just to, you know, again, be compassionate, treat other people the right way. Um, you know, the way they want to be treated. So, um, yeah, got off on a bit of a tangent there, but so again, you know, community show, that's what we're about. We're about the city of Louisville. We're about our community, people in it. And, um, you know, we look forward to, uh, just getting deeper in it as time goes on with new and more exciting people. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, couldn't have said it better myself. Should we, should we wrap up with that? Yeah. Go, I mean, go Louisville. Yeah. Go Louisville. Go cards. We are um, unabashed Cardinals fans. So we will alienate some people in that regard. We apologize. Um, kind of. It's, <laughs> sorry, not sorry, but, uh, but we are open to anybody and everybody. And we hope that um, we hope that other people get some stuff out of the show and, um and and we look forward again to just talk to you guys in the future with more new and exciting people that um well they're not new but new to the show Um, if they were new it wouldn't be a very good conversation yeah there'd be a lot of gooing and gogging and you know (laughs) it wouldn't be great for audio format uh but uh but yeah so um yeah, so just hopefully bear with us through this transition and, and enjoy the ride with us. And yeah, we look forward to seeing what things go. Yeah, go cards. Go cards. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to check our social media at Talk About Town KY. Drop us a line at neil at talkabouttownky.com. Jeremy at TalkAboutTownKY.com Neil Cox and Jeremy Judah are your friendly realtors with Judah Real Estate Group.